It's Tennessee Titans talk. It's Texans week. Always a very exciting week, but especially when the Titans are 4-0. John, what's the line on this game? Oh, happy to be back with you guys. And, yeah, it's nice to be 4-0. But, yeah, it's Texans week. It's always serious with this franchise. Uh, right now, I believe it's open. To, we're three-point favorites. I think it's a little bit disrespectful. But, you know, we'll kind of get into to what that, you know, why I think that and why you guys probably agree. I think it's we're on a short weekend. The Texans looked pretty good last week uh, in a nutshell. Yeah, but, I mean, we are a 4-0 team, and we did just smoke the Buffalo Bills with a limited roster. So I, I think we earned a little bit more than that. I wouldn't disagree with that, especially being at home. Because we're on a short week and just because of what's going on with COVID. And we've seen a lot of injuries just throughout the league because I don't think teams got to get adequately physically prepared for the season is injuries. I know it's a long list, but let's start with uh, with our injury report. Well, yesterday, Darrington Evans, who looked really explosive on his two carries against the Bills, we put him on short-term IR, which means at least three weeks, then he can be designated to return. Adoree Jackson still hasn't been activated, so he won't be available against the Texans, which will be a bit of an issue against their speedy wide receiver core. But otherwise, it's just been a massive amount of rest for a bunch of players, A.J. Brown, Clowney, Daquan Jones, all haven't practiced so far this week. But it's important to remember that we're essentially getting the same amount of rest that teams do when they play a Sunday game and then a Thursday night game. So we're going to take right. as much precaution as possible, avoid injury. Thursday night football games generally have higher injury rates because of less rest. So I'd expect to see heavier rotations of players in and out. And thankfully, Corey Davis will be the only key contributor that won't be available on Sunday. He still hasn't been activated off the COVID list, but otherwise we should be at full strength. And that should mean we'll be able to rotate guys in and out, hopefully avoid any serious injury. And Landon, I think, uh, you know, I, I did see a report earlier. I think it was yesterday where Dory Jackson has been working on the side field. So maybe that's something we see that, you know, I mean, they have, they have a pretty decent amount of time before they have to actually activate him before the game. So they can activate him to today, right? And then he can be available on Sunday? I believe so, but from what I've read, it doesn't seem like they expect him to. Mm. I think it would make sense to take as much time to prepare as possible, take care with our best cornerback, especially since right. after this week, we'll play the Steelers and we'll definitely need him at full strength. That, that's I, what I, I get nervous about. I, I want him to have a little bit of game action before chasing yeah. Chase Claypool down the field 80 yards. It gets me a little nervous. Right, but I think they wanted to have some practice time. Of before. course. Uh, I could see them being conservative this week, although it would be great to, to have them back for this game. Sure. It looks like we'll get Humphreys back, and we're going to get big Jeff Simmons back, which I think we won this game without him. We had good pursuit without him. We were pretty good against a run without him. But even then, it's going to be great to have him back. But the big thing is, like I said, we still don't know about Corey Davis. For the Texans, what's their injury situation? The Texans so far are pretty lucky. They've only had two – DMPs all week, and they were non-injury related with Kiki QT and J.J. Watt. And the only serious guy on this injury report is Laramie Tunzel. He's been limited both days with a shoulder injury. But he's going to play, and he's played much better than he did last year. He's only allowed one pressure a game so far this year. So the Texans are at full strength, but even despite a tough opening slate, that's not saying much in terms of their roster construction. Now, that may be true, but this team is going to bounce back. To what degree, we don't know. Watching their game against the Jaguars Sunday, they had a good game. They're not explosive on either side of the ball. They got their first turnover on defense in their fifth game. That says a lot. They've got some good pieces, but nobody except for Deshaun Watson jumps out at you. 
Will Fuller jumps out at you. Oh, don't do it. They don't have the offensive line to this point. They're not in sync enough to get him down the field, even in the touchdown that he had. It was a pretty short route by his standards. I expect this game to be tougher because of the short week and because Houston has a sense of urgency. They did look good last Sunday. I expect them to give us all we want. I think it's a letdown game for us. Uh, I think we expect this to be a tough game, but they're fighting for their season. I mean, they're winning four. I think uh, an interesting thing about this, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, Landon, you might you know, know off the top of your head. Will this be the first opportunity Clowney has to play against the Texans? Yes, because the Seahawks didn't play Houston last year. Then so it's, think, <clears throat> it's a bit of a revenge season, but Bill O'Brien yeah. isn't there, so it'll be a bit tempered. I thought about that too, John, and I think uh, we'll see him play well. Oh, yeah. He's played well and better uh, as we went on. I, I expect a good game against him. They are good in run protection. It, watching their game against uh, the Jaguars, uh, I thought they were – the offensive line is not great, but they are constantly – Watson's on the move. Uh, they do not pass protect very well. <laughs> so, I think it's going to be interesting to see how they play. They're just going to – they've just got some weaknesses that they're going to have to play around. But they're coming alive uh, as they are. So it's going to be really, really important for us to get Jeffrey Simmons back, for Jadavian kind of be mad at this team and and to get after it because we're going to have to keep him moving. Well, I like what you said just there talking about Watson and their pass blocking. He is currently the third most sacked quarterback in the league, having been sacked already through five games 17 times. It's a little more than three sacks a game. I like our chances on getting him to the ground in this game, and I think we can get quite a few sacks on him. Agreed. Watching that game, Texans-Jags, of course, they won pretty big. They're well-schemed on defense. They don't get a lot of turnovers because they don't have, like, an explosive defensive backfield player. But their pursuit, and they they are really good, I think, against the run. And I think Henry is going to have his work cut out for him. But we'll see him put in a, a workman-like game and do what he can. And I like their pursuit all over. And on the short stuff, uh, in passing, they really get after Romeo Cornell doesn't get enough credit. He's one of the great coordinators in the history of this game. And he's the oldest head coach in NFL history, I believe, as of last Sunday. Although they're limited back there like they are on both sides of the ball from like a talent perspective, they pursue really well. I think this is the game where we're going to have to, not out of desperation, but out of game plan, we're going to stretch the field. We're going to use A.J. Brown. We're going to use the tight end position to go downfield. What do you think, Landon? Well, their defense hasn't been, like you said, as bad partially because they played such great teams to start off. They're 14th in yards per attempt allowed, so a bit above average. They're only 24th in yards per attempt allowed. They're the worst run defense in terms of yardage and carries allowed. That's because they've been down so much teams just keep running the ball, but on a per-play basis, they've been really efficient. Justin Reed and Bradley Roby, at least on the in the secondary, are two really good players. Roby is grayed out as the 15th best coverage corner this year, but like you said, they didn't get a turnover until last week against the Jags. We've only had one turnover all year by Tannehill. He's been a lot better this year at avoiding sacks, avoiding turnovers. And J.J. Watt, he's still a good player, but he's not. He's obviously not at the peak of his powers. He's not even a level below that. He's good, but he's not even great anymore. I would disagree that on tape, he is a, a beast. We saw, I know we were watching Red Zone last Sunday, uh, landing together, and we just saw him bowl over two guys at once. I don't know if he is one of the three best maybe defenders in the league. He's still a handful, and I still think we'll scheme around him. Do you think we'll go down the field on this game? That's going to be part of the game plan you mentioned on our last podcast. We haven't seen that big A.J. Brown play yet. They're going to scheme for that, right? That's the weakness of this team. Yeah, I would definitely think so, especially with what they have up front. And you mentioned that they're good against the run. They've got guys like like you're just talking about, J.J. Watt. He is 
He may not show up in the stat sheet like he normally does, but he is a tough, tough defender. And let alone, he always seems to get up for these in-division in division games. So I have no doubt that J.J. Watt is going to give us all we can handle. And then their linebacking core, led by Zach Cunningham, former Vanderbilt guy, they mm-hmm. fly all over the field, and they're going to load yeah, the box. They pursue so well. Yeah, they're yeah. going to load the box oh, yeah. like we've seen everybody do against us this year. Um, and yeah. we're going to have to stretch the field. It might be a Khalif Raymond. You know, I, I, I always I hope that I can see in my clear ball, my crystal ball, and um, I see a big game for Khalif Raymond, at least one or two big deep catches, which I think is going to happen. And I also want to see Humphreys now that he's back work the middle of that field like he does so well. Um, but I right. totally agree that this is going to be a deep game. And we know how Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks are. This totally could be a very high-scoring affair where we're both throwing darts down the field. I totally can see that. And, and what I consider to be not our traditional game against the Texans and you know, for both of us. Right. And I, I'm not suggesting that we'll abandon the run or anything like that. I'm just, I want our uh, yeah. Titans fans to, to be looking for shots down the field. Oh, yeah. And that's going to be part of the game plan because we have multiple guys. John o. Smith, A.J. Brown, you mentioned Easy e <laughs> Isaac can go down there and get down there. Um, we're pretty good in pass protection. Last week, hopefully, that will uh, continue. Yep. And then, guys, we'll take our shots. We'll open it up because if we do the dink and dunk stuff, these guys are ready to go. They're fired up. We, I don't want to get lost in that. We've got the guys. And now we have uh, a staff and we have a play caller that is willing to take those shots down the field. So look for that. That's going to be exciting because uh, we've wanted to see it all season. A.J. Brandon's healthy. Uh, let's go. Yeah, and right now our, our start, starting offensive line, they have only had one sack that they've given up, and that was on Roger Saffold and directly attributed right. to them. So I really like our chances uh, with our pass blocking, right. like you just said. I think Ben Jones is playing incredible right now, and that's going to need to continue. And again, he goes against his old team. They get up for these opportunities, and they play their best ball against these teams and you know, Texans, the Patriots, people that we have previous ties with there's a little extra something so i expect us to throw everything we have at them deshaun watson is like any quarterback when he's under duress he's not the same guy he was under duress last week against jacksonville so we need to keep that up if we give him time you just said brandon cooks especially will fuller they could win this game they could beat us and we haven't lost the game yet they have to win this game to stay relevant i know there's another playoff spot this year since the rule change and they're in the locker room saying, hey, we could still make the playoffs. We could still do that. They're saying that they think that, but they know every game matters. Specifically when this within this game, Landon, what matchup should win us the game? Like, what mismatch do we have? Well, our defensive front against their offensive line should be a massive advantage. Laramie Tunzel is great. Everyone else has been below average. We all saw in their opening night game against the Chiefs how their interior offensive line just just completely fell apart. We get Jeffrey Simmons back, and if he's – if he's rusty at all, this is the perfect game for him to shake it off. He was playing at a top five defensive tackle level before he went on the COVID list. Now he's going up against a team with one of the worst interior offensive lines. And Clowney has been ramping up his performance each and every week against Buffalo. He wrecked the game even though he didn't have a sack. And now Titus Howard has been really bad for them at right tackle. So I just think the Clowney-Simmons pairing on the right side of their offensive line is just going to be a mismatch all day. John, what matchup do we have to exploit to win this game? 
I think, like you talked about, the deep threat is going to be huge. But I think that even in spite of their linebackers and J.J. Watt, I think Derrick Henry is going to have a, a big day. We keep seeing the uh, busting with the boys say, you know, their whole thing is run to the left. I think we're going to run it to the left, and then we're going to do it a lot. And I think we're going to see a really big game from Derrick Henry. It might also be interesting now that Darrington Evans is on IR if we activate Deontay Foreman. He's got some extra juice against the Texans, and I feel like that's a, a play Vrabel would want to make. So I expect us to have a really, really good running effort. Like we said, we're going to hit those long passes, but this game is also going to be one on the ground. Landon, what matchup scares you? Well, their wide receiver core's speed against our cornerbacks worries me. We got lucky against Buffalo that John Brown was out, and Stephon Diggs still toasted us for 10 catches, 100 yards. Will Fuller... Brandon Cooks are two of the better speedsters in the league, and then Kenny Stills and Kiki QT aren't bad either. If this game gets too close and we keep getting into a shootout, Deshaun Watson is going to make us pay because we don't have the speed in our secondary just to keep up with all their guys. John, Will Fuller is your Freddie Krueger. Oh, God. I, I, yeah, I mean, as soon as Landon said that, I was like, you took the words <laughs> out of my mouth. This guy, I hate Will Fuller. I want all of our listeners to understand I don't really hate any players except if you're wearing black and gold for the Steelers. I absolutely hate them. Yeah, <laughs> I think hate for you is like a response. Yeah, oh, very much so. Amy scares the heck Yeah, I, I yeah. hate Will Fuller because he's good. And I saw him torment my Temple Owls, uh, you know, when we played Notre Dame, uh, you know, in the last second touchdown to win the Liberty Bowl. So screw you, Will Fuller. But, you know, kind of like you said, Will Fuller is a speed. With you know, love. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you. Screw you with love. But Will Fuller terrifies me because of his freaky speed and his ability to get down the field and win those one-on-one matchups. Brandon Cooks is a speed guy. Kenny Stills has speed. Randall Cobb is essentially their three or four, and that's a pretty good three or four to have. And he's he's going to make plays. He made some last week. So they definitely have enough people on offense to make some big plays. And that big play wide receivers are always our Achilles heel. We always... We may do a bend, don't break mentality, but dropping those 80-yard bombs to get a touchdown or even within the goal line in red zone, like it's just, that's something that will always scare me. And it scares me a little more that Adoria isn't back and that we're going to be a little bit outmatched against their wide receivers, but we can do it. This season, they haven't had the time Mm -hmm. to get downfield. The only time they do is when Watson breaks the pocket and makes things happen, creates his own lane. If we let them do that, we could easily get beat. And that's the end of the day. we got to have the pursuit so well from our guys that have done a really good job of that so far and keep him from doing that all game. Yeah. No, they don't have a single Pro Bowl receiver. I know Will Fuller is kind of in that conversation, but they have crafty guys because they traded their really explosive <laughs> guy away. They could still get after it, but we would have to let them. I, as well as we've been schemed so far, I don't think that we will. I think one thing that is encouraging for me that I noticed during the Buffalo game is the way that we're actually playing our defensive ends and our outside linebackers. Sometimes I'm of the approach that I really like, you know, back in the day when Chip Kelly and I believe it was Chip Kelly, where he would go this wide nine technique with their defensive ends and they crash in. Our defensive ends and linebackers, they actually fan out, creating more of a closed pocket for quarterbacks like like Josh Allen and Deshaun Watson and I think that's going to do a lot to help him stay contained especially if we have Big Jeff and Daquan Jones coming you know in the middle of that pocket and having Clowney set the edge and Landry set the edge and Beasley set the edge so that's something I really like and I think it's going to help us get a lot more sacks in this game. Landon who's calling this game on CBS this week? Well we've got Greg Gumbel and Rich Gannon announcing in that's fine. I believe they're the CBS 
C crew. And compared to what we have been getting this year, that's an upgrade. It's nice to see us getting a bit better of a Natsum crew. But just the matchup, since the Texans are one and four, it doesn't warrant one of the stars like Romo, Ian Eagle, or Kevin Harlan. All right, guys, uh, we're about to wrap up. The three of us are big-time fantasy football players. We love playing the game. Uh, if you guys have a guy or two that we should pick up in a league, we should be sure to start in a league. Fantasy sleeper for the week. All righty. So he, he may be available in a lot of leagues. He's up and down. I'm not sure. Right now, he's probably a guy you're sitting on your bench. But a guy that I like this week is Kirk Cousins, is quarterback against the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons are the worst against pass offense. So I think he's going to have a big game, especially with Dalvin Cook doubtful for the game with a hip flexor injury. I think this, and especially with the Falcons and all the turmoil they've had over the last couple of weeks with firing of Dan Quinn and firing of Thomas Dimitrov, I usually get scared of teams that fire their coaches because they're extra fired up for that. It could be one game. It could be the rest of the season. Um, But I really don't think the Falcons have a whole lot to build off of. And I think they're going to get dismantled by the Vikings this weekend. And I think Kirk Cousins, I'm going to be bold. And I'm going to say he has a little over 300 yards with four touchdowns. Wow. (laughs) Love it. What about you, Landon? This is about matchup hunting and having a great quarterback. But Christian Kirk, a wide receiver, two for the Arizona Cardinals. He was hurt to begin the year, but he's picked up his stride now that he's been healthy over the past two weeks. He's had 10 and 14 points, and now they play the Cowboys' woeful defense. The Cowboys, since that week one game against the Rams, have given up 30 points to every team they faced. DeAndre Hopkins is so amazing. He's so great. They're going to be so worried about him. At Kirk, who's an explosive downfield threat, can easily benefit from that. I see him having six catches, under 30 yards and a touchdown or two. I'm putting them in. I like Mike Davis, the current starting running back for the Carolina Panthers uh, since CMC is out. In the three starts that he's had since uh, CMC's unfortunate in- injury, he's had 23, 22, and 30 points. Uh, this guy can catch the ball. This guy can, can run hard. Uh, he's CMC light. He has opened a lot of eyes. I think he's a starting uh, running back in this league. Good for him. And good for Carolina for playing as hard and as well as they have uh, early on in the season. I know that you love their coach, oh, John, sure for understandable <laughs> reasons. On DraftKings this week, Mike Davis is $7,000, which seems steep. But when you look at what he's done, Chicago, we think Chicago and the brand is really good defensively. They're 17th in rushing yards uh, allowed. My play this week is Mike Davis. Yes, love it. That's all the time we have for today. Really excited for Titans, Texans. I know we are always excited, but boy, when we're up and we've got a good team, the morale went from really tough for being us kind of under the microscope with all the COVID stuff. The only loss we've had this year, right? <laughs> COVID beat our oh, yeah. right? But we turned over. I really appreciate the character of this team. I really appreciate how ready they were. And guys, I'm just super excited as always for another game. We'll be back with you for a reaction soon after the game and until then guys tighten up up. tighten up